The Today's Homeowner Radio Podcast is brought to you by The Home Depot. How doers get more done. Welcome to Today's Homeowner with Danny Lipford, your partner in home improvement. Everyone has questions about their home. We've got the answers, and we have a few laughs along the way. Informative, entertaining, and sometimes off the wall. Home improvement has never been this much fun. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Today's Homeowner Radio Show. So glad you're with us, and we're certainly glad to be with you. I'm Danny Lifford, along with my buddy Joe Truini, and you are at the right place for the most practical, realistic, and most current home improvement information you'll find anywhere. We certainly want to help you out with any of the challenges that you might have around your home. We've got a lot of things to share with you, particularly this hour. We have some minor electrical problems that we're helping a homeowner out. Also, HVAC issues, heating and cooling, an important and mysterious machine in your home. And we're going to tell you a little bit about some of the things to make sure it lasts as long as it needs to last. Also, a very popular project these days is converting an existing tub into a walk-in shower for obvious reasons. There's lots of people that just um, don't use a tub anymore. It's never a good idea to have a house without a tub, but maybe you can get by with one less in order to facilitate a nice walk-in shower. Of course, we got some great emails. And also, Joe, what about that simple solution coming up around the corner? What can we expect? I've got a tip on how to reuse and refurbish old hinges. Sometimes you might have like a brass hinge or a different color. You want to change it over. Do you have to replace the entire hinge or can you refurbish that old hinge and reuse it? That sounds great. You know, a lot of times, Joe, we, we've talked in the past about light fixtures as an example on the, right. Um, yep. you know, right outside the door. Now, that might have a um, polished brass finish on it, and it may be tarnished so bad. But, you know, there's just something about refurbishing one of those. First of all, you take it off the wall and you go, whoa, this thing <laughs> is real, you know, compared yeah. to the little plastic ones that you use. And, you know, uh, plastic is certainly uh, um, infiltrated just about everything that we have around in and around our homes, but right. well, there's nothing like taking one of those old school fixtures, tape it all up, a little sanding, paint yep. it with one of the uh, more modern finishes, and within 30 minutes, you've got a tremendous fixture that costs you almost nothing. I love that type of little simple refurbishing like that. Yeah, and if you went to try to replace that fixture of that quality, they'd start at $100 and go way above that. Um, and even if you go to like a vintage store and try to buy one, they're pretty expensive. So, um, yeah, it's, it's, if you can refurbish any of that hardware, whether hinges or light fixtures, you can save a ton of money and you get a whole new look too. You can change the look of the, of the fixture itself. Well, we certainly want to help you with any little challenge that you might be having, any question that you may have, or if you'd like to share a comment about some of the things that you would like to hear here on today's Homeowner Radio, contact us right away. You can send us an email very easily by going to todayshomeowner.com slash ask, or you give us a call anytime, 24 hours a day, seven days a week on the Today's Homeowner hotline, that phone number 800 946 4420. Also, remember about our Facebook page. Today's Homeowner Facebook page is another way you can get the latest and greatest home improvement information as well as send us any question that you might have. Joe, of course, I've had a few days to recover from uh, the big uh, builder show. And for, You're for out those in Vegas, of, right? Yeah. Oh, man. Oh, man. 10 miles a day. 
uh, walking, 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 and uh, they just keep <laughs> stretching the show out. And and if you're not aware, first of all, the International Builder Show over the years has been a very large builder show that has an exhibit hall that's many, 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 many acres, as well as meetings of the National Association of Home Builders, uh, board meetings, a lot of things going on there. Of course, a little bit of fun along the way as well. But this year, they combined it with another large show, the Kitchen and Bath Industry Show, and the National Hardware Show, a yep. legacy There used to be three of, separate conventions. used to be three That's separate right. times, and they crammed it all together, was not sure what to expect. But I'll have to say I'll give it a big thumbs up. Um, oh, good. Th- there was so many people there. It, it, it's like, um, you know, what pandemic? There is no pandemic yeah. around here. And uh, the, the, I, I don't know what they're going to say the account, the number is. Uh, um, I heard really 70,000. Yeah, I would say easy 70,000. Yeah. And this uh, is in three days, by the way, folks. Yeah, three 70, days. 70,000 people streaming into this building in three days, yeah? So so there was, you know, a lot of um, a lot of new products out there. People always ask me, hey, well, what did you see that just knocked your socks off? Well, um, I saw a lot of stuff. And, and you know, things don't – I go every year, so things don't dramatically change right. year to year. If you hadn't been there in five years and you went, well, you probably will st- would still be there trying to figure it all out because <laughs> they, things certainly um, have changed a lot. But, but I think uh, overall what I saw was um, um, smart, healthy, and black. Black smart, healthy, and black. Okay. Black finishes are everywhere. Really? You know, we, we started heading in that direction with the oil rub bronze. Right. And then, you know, there's another color in there. And now it is black everything black knobs, black faucets, black uh, wow. hardware for the doors. Uh, I want to go back to black, black kitchen. Appliances, you think? Would I? I don't know if they'll go that far, but um, they certainly. And now, and, and I got to say, when I'm when I'm making it sound like it's just flat black, they have some right. very interesting sheens and finishes, and really, mm-hmm. it it really does go with just about anything. So I saw a lot of that, but certainly the the smart devices, not not a surprise there. Maybe sometimes they're taking them a little bit too far in some in some cases with trying to put an app on like everything that you right, can do. Yeah. Uh, but th- they're also um, starting to be very practical with a lot of things. I saw one particular door unit for um, very attractive front door, and it was interesting. Built within the frame were two lights, one right. light directly above, the other light right where the deadbolt is uh, on the jam pointing towards the door, and they were motion activated. So when you walked ah. up to the door, this a little bit of illumination was there for you so that right. you could put your key in and, right. of course, course, the lock um, also read everything that took place. Your, you know, if of course keys are almost a thing of the past too. That's right. With, yeah. With you know fingerprint recognition as well as all of the combination locks, and then how it ties in to all of the systems to tell you who's coming and going and how long they stayed and on and on and on and on <laughs> and on. So um, it's you know pretty interesting to see how the smart devices are starting to really be uh, a mainstream part of our homes. Yeah. And like you said, it's like anything else. Once something catches on as a trend, everyone jumps on, on board and they almost push it too far. You know, like they have refrigerators that will tell you when you're out of milk. Well, I know when I'm out of milk because I just (laughs) emptied the carton, but, um, so they can get, they can go a little too far. Um, but yeah, and it's interesting you mentioned about the black because what I noticed, um, we go up to Cape Cod pretty regularly, mm-hmm. and all the homes further out on the Cape that are being remodeled are installing black 
windows. The window frames are all, I'm not sure what they're made out of though, because it couldn't be vinyl because you can't put a dark color on vinyl. So it's either aluminum, maybe they're aluminum windows. And at first they were a little shocking because almost all the homes are white. Um, but I've sort of gotten used to it. And I think that's all part of the trend. We're, we're going back to black fixtures and black uh, doors and windows. So um, yeah, I guess get ready for it because that might be the next trend. Well, I actually did see some black windows and um, the, the trim on the windows, both inside and out. And right. also one of the things they did is improve the sight line. So the thickness and the size and the width of those frames, they right. reduced it down a little bit. And, you oh. know, um, I mean, I've seen them really big. I've seen them, you know, the, the regular size. But, right. you know, putting that thing a little bit smaller and thinking about living on the water, you know, living yep. someplace where you got nice scenery, I could see that that would work out pretty well, you know, to have a little bit more of that. Hey, another thing I saw a lot of, and we'll talk a little bit more about some of these things that I, um, you know, saw and was exposed to there um, in Vegas at the Builder Show and KBS as we go through the show, but um, air monitoring. I mean, to put a device on your wall in your bathroom that has a sampling where the little tiny fan pulls air through 24 hours a day, if it notes anything that needs action, it takes action for you. As an example, if the humidity, the relative humidity percentage gets up too high in that room, it turns it on automatically and will exhaust until it's back to a reasonable level. Um, viruses, if you if it detects any virus, it will turn on and and, and mitigate that, that virus until it comes back 99.9% accurate. So, uh, the, these devices are getting very smart, and you can start seeing how you can have a much healthier home, since we all know that the homes are tighter than they've right. ever been before. So you have to go to that next step to make sure that indoor air quality is as good as it is. Hey, we've got a lot more to share with you. We're just getting started here on the Today's Homeowner Radio Show. Don't go anywhere. Hey, we're about to have some fun and talk a little bit about home improvement. We'll be right back. You're listening to Today's Homeowner Radio Today's homeowner is brought to you by The Home Depot. How doers get more done. And welcome back to the Today's Homeowner Radio Show. This heard coast to coast on some amazing stations like this one in Manistee, Michigan, WMLQ. 97.9 FM. So glad to be on in that part of Michigan. If you've got a question, you know what to do. Pick up the phone and give us a call. 800-946-4420. Or you can send us an email anytime at all by going to todayshomeowner.com slash ask. Right now we're going to Iowa where we have a tremendous amount of listeners up there. And Terry's on the phone. Terry, welcome to the show. And tell us what's going on around your house there. I want to replace in my garage an old 100-watt incandescent bulb that's on a porcelain fixture, and I want to put in a motion detector security light in that fixture. And I also want to use those same lights outside to replace 20-year-old floodlights. And the directions I was reading on the installation for the uh, LED lights state that there is a risk of fire if your house was built prior to 1985 and the wire rating is uh, 140 degrees Fahrenheit. And I'm curious as to why that is a fire hazard and heat hazard if the LED lights 
don't produce near the heat that an incandescent bulb does. Terry, that's the first thing I thought about when you were talking about it, that uh, that's one of the big advantages that we've discovered with LED lighting over the years is it doesn't put out so many BTUs. So it uh, operates more energy efficient and it doesn't contribute to having to maybe cool your house a little bit more. Joe, have you heard of this one? Uh, I, I know when LEDs were being introduced and there was a lot of quirks about right, dimmers yeah. not working yeah, and exactly. you know certain things here that are just kind of... Uh, odd. What do you think about this situation? Does uh, does Terry really have a concern here? Well, if the manufacturer says that, Terry, regarding the voltage or the wiring in the 1985 house, then, you know, I would call them, first of all, ask them, the manufacturers, even contact them. But yeah, I would would take it seriously because they wouldn't put that in there. Now, I'm not sure about the fire hazard. And also, just backing up a step as far as LEDs not emitting as much heat, but that's from the light emitting diode that's inside it as opposed to a bulb, uh, incandescent bulb that's producing the heat. So that diode doesn't produce the heat, but the issue here is with um, LEDs can only handle a certain range of voltages and some of the older homes, the power supply coming in will fluctuate beyond the range of the LED. And, and what that does is it causes the LEDs to burn out prematurely. Now, I've never heard of a fire hazard, but again, if the manufacturer said that, then you know I would ask an electrician if you can't get a hold of the manufacturer and ask them why. Um, I wouldn't move forward until you get an answer from, from a professional. Um, certainly an electrician has been installing these the last several years, so they would know for sure, and they could come and check your home. Um, again, but the only reason I know that they fail is, is if there's a fluctuation in the voltage beyond the range that the LED can handle. Okay. Um, now, I looked at uh, some other lights, but I didn't like them as well. But they, they don't have that in their instructions. They didn't have that phrase about a risk oh. of fire. So, and I don't know if it's the manufacturer, but I called the company that right. handles the light, and they couldn't tell me any more than was in the literature. Mm. And they said they the manufacturer would have to be contacted who happens to be in China. And so I right. can't contact them. But, yeah, yeah. So. Well, if there's, a, if there's an option to switch this out and, you know, return it, get your money back and buy one that doesn't have that stipulation, then I would certainly do that. Okay. Um, but again, I mean, there's no harm in checking with an electrician. I mean, you have to pay his time if he comes out. Yeah. Um, were you planning on installing these yourself or are you going to hire an electrician anyway? No, I was going to haul, uh, install them myself. Yeah, that's usually pretty easy to do. Just make sure you turn off the power, obviously, to that circuit. Yeah. Um, I mean, I've replaced, I've replaced our outdoor light over our garage, and, you know, I didn't see anything in the instructions about it. Um, so, okay. you know, um, that's what I would do. I'd just switch out the fixture. I okay. think so, too. Well, good, Terry. Glad we were able to help you on that. I'm glad you brought that out to our audience a little bit. There are some real quirks with some of the LEDs, certainly well worth, you know, figuring it all out. But I hope that goes well for you, and uh, and I appreciate you being a part of the show today. Okay, thank you very much. Okay, take care now. You you know, Joe, talking back about um, IBS and some of the trends there, I started thinking about, um, boy, the um, Alexa-enabled and voice-enabled products are just about everywhere actually saw one where you can take your um, shower head off and right. put this magnetic type of shower head onto that you can attach various heads one of the heads being an Alexi Alexa enabled speaker 
So okay. now we're talking to our shower heads, <laughs> you know, and, and, you know, you can, uh, and of course, I guess singing in the shower and things like that, Alexa could probably, you know, say, so wait, broadcast a, it. Yeah. wait a minute, are you, are you, are you hurt? You know, so it automatically you know. dials 911 and yeah. assumes you're in trouble. <laughs> but I'm not but, choking to death. I'm actually singing. It it makes me think when my um, grandson Gus comes by, he can go over to Alexa and have a complete right. conversation. Yeah. He'll, he'll he'll say, Alexa, tell me a joke, or or he'll <laughs> you know he'll, he'll do these different things. Matter of fact, uh, along those lines, we could say right now, Alexa, turn up the volume on the radio. Oh, now, yeah. right now, all over the country, people hey, that's go, ah, right. Danny did it again to me, I'll tell you. Yeah. We actually had that happen one time on air. We had a live caller, and Danny said that into the microphone, and the Alexa device in that woman's house got louder. Yeah, um, yeah. that's why we said you can no longer name a child Alexa, because if you, <laughs> if you, if you, if you command something from your daughter, you know, some electronic device will turn on or off in your house. Mm-hmm. You, you know, something we've heard a lot about over the years and something that we focus a lot on our today's home on our television show is some of the real mild remodeling projects, things that you can do that will change the look of a particular room without really getting into a ton of construction. Of course, the best example of that is painting, you know, right. you yep. paint a room or paint a accent wall or whatever. You've made a big difference without getting into any kind of, a, you know, dust and sticks and bricks or anything like that. But another one I found from our our old friends at um, Braun Newton is a, an a amazing new introduction of trim kits for your uh, exhaust fan in your bathroom. Now you look up in that exhaust fan. Okay, there's nothing wrong with it, but it's kind of dirty. It's yeah. kind of yellow looking. And yeah, they turn yellow for some reason yeah. over time. But right. you can pull that down, unplug. Just no the grill t- we're talking no about. No tools. Just pull the grill down. That just right. It's on springs. You pull it down, disconnect it, unplug it, take this one right out of the box and plug it up there. And all of a sudden, you have a variety of options. There's several different ones in this particular line. But you can have one that enhances the light. All of a sudden, you've got an LED light. Um, all right. of a sudden, you have color-changing lights if you're in there, you know, um, reliving <laughs> your disco days or whatever. And, and you know, you have and, – and, and then you have um, a lot of other ones that are available with, like I say, the the uh, Bluetooth, the Alexa-enabled, all Humistat, of these kind of things. right. And yeah. you're only talking about I – mean, really, I mean, realistically, we're talking about maybe – 90 seconds and that counts the time it takes you to get it out of the box. And uh, so, you know, there's, there's, there's a lot of uh, little small things that you can do like that. And that was a good example. And not only are you improving the look of it, you're also improving how well um, the lighting works, the balance of lighting, uh, using less energy than that incandescent bulb. So there's a lot of uh, cool little things like that that would take weeks and weeks of transversing through all of the many miles of hours in order to get all of that together. But there's some really cool ideas coming out right now. Yeah, and that often happens when you're repainting. Like I've I've been doing some repainting, interior painting, because, you know, it's cold outside and I'd rather be inside working. And, you know, you find yourself not only painting the ceiling, but then you can replace the fixture. In this case, you can upgrade the vent fan. And on the walls, I found myself like patching holes after I moved all the artwork and put other artwork or moved it or something like that. So it's not only painting that changes the room, but it's also all the little things that go along with that. Um, and that's a good example because, you know, how often do you paint the ceiling? So when you do it, you don't want to have to do it again. And you might as well change out the light fixture, or in this case, the uh, the vent fan, even if it's just the grill. 
That's exactly right. Hey, you know, we talk a lot about basement renovations and alternatives on flooring. Well, when we come back, I'm going to tell you about a waterproof floor that is great looking and can work in areas that may get a little moisture from time to time. It's one of the things that we do here is to keep you up to date on the latest and greatest things that are available for your home. We'll share that with you when we come back here on today's Homeowner Radio. Today's homeowner is brought to you by Deitch Coatings. Easily roll on your new stone countertop, garage floor, and more in just a weekend with Deitch. And welcome back to the Today's Homeowner Radio Show, where it's time for our best new product segment brought to you by The Home Depot, how doers get more done. Laminate floors make a great economical choice, but their Achilles heel has always been moisture. It makes the base material beneath the laminate layer swell. But the Home Decorators Collection has solved that problem with this waterproof laminate flooring. Now you can use laminate just about anywhere in the home because of its waterproof and stain-resistant technology. That means it can be installed on any grade, including basements, over both concrete and wood subfloors, plus it's scratch and dent resistant, makes it great for homes with pets and kids. The attached two millimeter underlayment reduces sound transmission, adds a comfort underfoot, and makes DIY installation even easier. There's a lifetime residential warranty, and care is a breeze. Just sweep and mop as needed. It's even approved for wet or steam mopping, which wow. a lot of people like to use steam these days. Yeah. So there you go. So you might want to check it out, and that is the Home Decorator Collection waterproof laminate flooring available right now at homedepot.com, or you can check out more information at today's homeowner. Dot com. Boy, I tell you, every just about every show, Joe, we're uh, yeah. we're talking about laminate floors and LVT, and so. F- I was just thinking that exact thing, Dan. You know why laminate flooring, which used to be hugely popular, mm-hmm. is pushing and getting these newer products, is because they're losing market share to vinyl. That's right. Yeah. So this is very smart of them because laminate was extremely popular. Um, like I said, it was the most popular floor being sold till they came out with this uh, luxury vinyl. So maybe some people go back to the laminate, including this waterproof one. Exactly. Hey, you know, if you have a question about flooring or just about anything to do with your house, we want to hear from you. Pick up the phone and call us 800-946-4420 or send us an email anytime. Todayshomeowner.com slash ask. Right now we're going to Illinois and Bill is on the line. Bill, welcome to the show and tell us what's going on at your house. Got a problem with our furnace. It seems like when the uh, furnace kicks on, you could hear the burners kick on. And then once that the blower kicks on, you hear a big thump probably through the ductwork. And as far as the uh, the performance, it works fine. It, the, the home is heated very nicely. And then once it, you could hear the uh, motors kind of wind down, and that when it's just about ready to shut off, you hear another bang. So I tried to do a little investigating, and I opened the door where the filter is placed, and I actually took the filter out, and then I waited for the cycle to go through again, and there was no banging. The unit is a uh, unit that we installed in 09. It's 95% uh, efficient, and it's got the outside ductwork, the intake, and the exhaust. And I'm just wondering, is the fact that it's not drawing enough air through the cold air returns to, uh, uh, to the motor area 
that it's, uh, you know, creating too much of a vacuum on the ductwork. Um, that, could, that could easily be the case. There's certainly a positive pressure that's causing something to shift or rattle when that air demand is turned on. Two things I would look for is the actual metal access panel that goes on to the unit and make sure that that is good and secure. You might want to just kind of push on it with your hand and see if there's any rattle or anything that would cause that thump or that friction between the two. The other one is the door to that particular unit. Is that in like your hallway? Uh, No, it's in a lower level. If any access point to that, when that suction kicks on and it's starting to pull through that filter, it could cause a bit of a bump um, as you've described. Um, Joe, what else you think there? It, it, there is a little concern there that that pressure may be too strong. And right. and unfortunately, <laughs> we were talking about this with some professionals last week um, at the at the trade show and talking about how so many people are using inferior filters because their AC, I'm not going to call them a pro because it's not right, their AC guys telling them that their pressure is too much if you use an electrostatic filter or so forth. But what, what would you what would you think on this, uh, Joe, on something that Bill needs to look for? Yeah, Bill, I was thinking the same thing, and it sounds like something that's a change in the air pressure that's causing that bang at the start and a bang at the end. And is it does it sound like a metallic bang to you? Like two yeah. pieces of metal? Yes, okay. Yeah, but I, I thought the same thing. I think it might it might be that door. It could be like a damper somewhere, but that would be pretty far down the line. I don't think you'd hear it right there. And especially since you put on your detective hat there, and, and I would have probably tried the same thing, like open the door, take the filter out and listen, and then you don't hear it. It probably wouldn't be the filter banging around, I wouldn't think, because that wouldn't make that clanking sound. So I'm guessing it's it's the door itself. And, you know, if that's client, and again, it would be from the change of air pressure. So the good thing is, as you mentioned, it's not affecting the the efficiency or the operation of the system. So I would put, you could try, if you discover it is the door, you could try just putting very, the thinnest stick on weather stripping, foam weather stripping you can get just to keep that from, if it does bang, you just won't hear it. Because I don't think that change in pressure is enough to affect how it's working or the efficiency of the unit. It's not going to put undue stress on it. That's one of the issues Danny was talking about. Some people, some manufacturers, some, excuse me, professional um, contractors will say, well, you put in a really good filter, you're, you're restricting the airflow and that's mm. putting strain on the system. Well, the, if the filter's not straining out anything that's going through there, what good is it? Um, yeah, if you don't have any filter at all, yeah, the airflow right through, there'd be very, very little uh, pressure on the, very little stress on the system, but that's not right either. So I'm thinking it's got to be a metal door uh, somewhere in that in that uh, system that you have. Better duct uh, ducts cleaned uh, a few times, but the last time uh, we're just about a, a year ago, March of 22. Right. And I'm wondering if uh, you know, with the fact that they put that snake through there and they do their business, that uh, um, you know, did it. Knock something loose, oh. or is there a damper or something that yeah, uh, maybe is out of whack or something? If that's when it started, that's that's another indication that maybe it was from that cleaning. Like you said, maybe they put the snake through and it banged, it knocked the damper partly off off its off its little uh, hinge there, and that's what you might be hearing. But again, it's due to air pressure. Okay, and it and it's probably something that's going to be difficult to really locate because. Uh, everything down here is it's a finished area, so oh, uh, yeah. 
So we well, they could send in a up. they could send in an inspection camera and at least look and see where it is, and then you know maybe mm-hmm. it won't, okay. won't be, maybe it won't be too inaccessible. Yeah, that's something that's more common than it used to be, certainly, and and that way it takes all the guesswork out of it and be able to see exactly what happened there. Well, we'll hate that you're going through that bump in the night there when that air conditioner or heater turns on, but I think uh, maybe we've narrowed it down to some of the things you might need to look for. No, definitely great, great ideas, and I appreciate. Uh, you taking time and uh, getting back to me. Uh, it helps quite a bit. Good. Anytime at all, Bill. Well, we appreciate it. And if we can help you more, just let us know. You're listening to today's Homeowner Radio. We'll be right back. Today's Homeowner is brought to you by Tightbond. The pros advantage. And welcome back to the show, the Today's Homeowner Radio Show. We appreciate you being with us, and we hope that you're receiving the Today's Homeowner e-newsletter. It's very easy to get it. All you have to do is go to todayshomeowner.com slash newsletter and sign up today. We'll send it to your inbox once a week to tell you some of the latest things you need to consider around your home, keep you up to date on a few of the maintenance suggestions that we have, and make sure you have the best-looking house on the block. Again, todayshomeowner.com slash newsletter. Of course, we always want you to reach out to us anytime. You can call us at 800-946-4420. That's the Today's Homeowner Hotline. And if you'd like to send us an email, do so today. Todayshomeowner.com slash ask. Right now, we're going to Nevada. Uh, Mary is on the line. Mary, welcome to the show. And uh, uh, tell us what's going on around your house there. I'm doing a lot of repairs and preparation at my house mm-hmm. for when I get older. Uh, I want to do a uh, walk-in tub in one of my bathrooms, and I just wondered how difficult is that to put one in? Uh, It's a regular bathtub. You know, uh, to tell you the truth of the hundreds and hundreds of um, bathroom remodelings I've done over the years, I've never installed one of those. I've read a lot about it, talked to some of my friends that have installed them, and um, they're pretty much the same. You know, you buy the unit, which is usually something that comes in four pieces. Otherwise, you wouldn't be able to get it in the the bathroom door. And and it's uh, pretty much um, like a traditional type of uh, arrangement there. The, the challenge that I've always seen in in this type of retrofit is um, having to deal with all of the tile. Do you currently have ceramic tile around your tub? Yes. Okay. Well, several different alternatives there, and I'm sure Joe has a couple suggestions as well. One is um, the type of unit um, that that they would only remove the tub. So they would chip around it, remove the tub, put in the new walk-in type tub, and then put the wall material, the new wall material, over the existing wall material. Or, of course, the other option is to strip it down to the studs. And then you have to deal with the transitions, both on the floor and if you have tile on the walls, how you how you tie that back together. But, Joe, you know, this is something uh, last week at the Kitchen and Bath Industry Show, um, uh, you know, of course, they're all uh, manufacturers are always reacting to the demand for certain product, products. Sure. And this yep. is certainly, there's been a lot in demand over the last few years is the the walk-in tub as well as the walk-in shower. Um, what what um, what, what other uh, thoughts would you have for? Her? Yeah, well, Mary, first of all, you're very smart to think of this now. Too often, people consider this when they already have an issue getting in and out of the normal shower or bathtub. So, 
congratulations for thinking this ahead of time because that's really smart. So the first thing, of course, you want to, if you're thinking what to consider when you're going to get one of these tubs is the size, right? The average size of a, of a walk-in bathtub is about 32 inches wide and 60 inches long, as Danny mentioned, because that's the normal width length, rather, of a tub. So they pull out the tub and this unit fits right in there. So, and they do come as small as about, I think about 33, but... 33 inches wide by about 36 inches long for more compact bathroom area. Um, but you want to get one as big as you can get in your house without, you know, dismantling walls in order to get it in. Um, they usually do come in pieces, make it a little easier. But so that's the first consideration is size. Can you get it into your house? The other one is um, they actually do, most people don't know this, but the door can swing either in or out. Now you think, well, oh. If it swings out, what keeps the water from blowing it open, you know? But, um, you know, it's designed with a lock to prevent that from happening. The good thing about the in-swinging doors, of course, the weight of the water form pressing against the door makes it more watertight. Um, but if the, the issue is if there's an emergency and you have to get out of an in-swinging and you can't because of the water, what do you do? At least with the out-swinging, you can... You can let it open up. Um, the water may come out, but at least you can get out in the case of emergency. The other thing to consider is whether you want to pay for Whirlpool jets or not. And then, of course, cost. They range in price from about 2000 to over $10,000. So um, mm. those are probably the three or four things you should consider. Mm-hmm. Great. Great. Right. That's good uh, information. I, and I'll tell you one thing I noticed on those that I was absolutely amazed at is a um, rapid drain system. Uh, I don't know if they put a different um, little uh, vent pipe in there or something, but you pull the plug on those things, you better hold on because that water goes <laughs> out really, really quickly. And uh, they do that for safety reasons and you know, right, inconvenience yeah. because in that type of situation, you can't get out. But hopefully we've been able to share with you a little bit here that'll point you in the right direction. And I agree with Joe, thinking ahead like that is always a great idea. Thank you very much. I appreciate your information and your time. Okay, absolutely. You take care, Mary, and have have a Thank great you. week. Thank you. Bye-bye. And I, I meant to ask her, is it um, Nevada or Nevada? I had, I've always said Nevada, but it actually is Nevada. That's yeah. the way they pronounce it in Nevada. You were just there. You didn't figure that out. I you were just know. in Las well, Vegas for three days. I, I know. I was busy. I was busy. I had <laughs> things to do. I was taking care of business. I understand. Hey, yeah. hey you're listening to today's Homeowner Radio. When we come back, hey, it's simple solution time. You don't want to miss it. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. Today's Homeowner Radio. Here are Danny and Joe. Ladies and gentlemen, it is an honor for me to welcome Mr. Joe Truini with this hour's Simple Solution. Carry on, Mr. Truini. Oh, thank you, Danny. I appreciate that. Okay. Rather than buying all new door hinges when you're remodeling a room, try this money-saving trick. What you want to do is remove the hinges, then use a wire wheel on a bench grinder to buff off the brass finish. So you're just taking the hinges and you're just buffing it off because it's not solid brass 99% of the time. It's it's a steel hinge with a brass coating on it. So you just buff it off. And um, what you're doing is you're revealing that bare steel, and which looks like brushed nickel. And so you remove all the brass and spray on a clear coat of acrylic. You can buy it. It looks like spray paint, but it's clear. And that will help prevent rusting and give a nice sheen to the, the new hinges, which are actually the old hinges. And when you're doing that, by the way, don't forget to 
buff the brass finish off the head of the pins themselves, the pins that hold the hinges together, because that has a brass finish on, on it as well. And if you go to todayshomeowner.com slash simple solutions, you can see a video of me demonstrating this. There you go. You should go there, todayshomeowner.com slash simple solutions and see that simple solution and hundreds and hundreds more. Joe, you know, one of the things when we're remodeling bathrooms, especially old bathrooms or old kitchens, when we're utilizing the same cabinetry, something that is a very quick little tip and doesn't take long at all that does make a big difference is if you just on the, especially if you have your countertop off, just lightly sand the inside of the cabinets. I'm talking about five minutes just just real lightly sand it mm-hmm. wipe it down and then while everything's open take a can of, of clear polyurethane follow the instructions because it will tell you to shake and shake and shake it and then just put <laughs> a light coat on the wood on the inside it makes it so much more cleanable and and if you yep. do have any odors in there that you you know may detect may not it'll um, kind of encapsulate that as well it just makes it uh, look a lot better and no better time to do that than when you're renovating, about to paint, in the middle of that, and to spray paint a little bit like that. Boy, that's a simple one that can make a big difference. Yeah, because you're never going to do that when the counter's in place. You're not going to get on your hands and knees and crawl in there. First, you can't even see what's going on in there. But you're not smart because you open up the drawers and make accessible the entire inside of that cabinet. And uh, it reminded me of a simple solution for the sink cabinet. Sometimes the floor of that sink cabinet gets water damaged because occasionally Mm -hmm. there might be a little leak of some sort. And so you can buy peel and stick vinyl tiles Mm -hmm. and just stick them down to the floor. Mm-hmm. And then caulk around it, of course. And um, there you go. You had a not, it's not exactly waterproof, but it's certainly water resistant. Hey, I want to remind you what you can see on the Today's Homeowner syndicated television show this weekend. We're calling it the Grand Bunk Room. If you've any anybody's ever seen Yellowstone and some of those shows like that, you know what a bunkhouse is where everybody all piles in there and the cowboys and sleep at night. Well, I'll tell you <laughs> what, I'll tell you what, the kids <laughs> love this kind of concept. So what we did sure. at this particular house um, on a recent episode that we taped, um, this uh, grandfather and grandmother wanted to make a very inviting room for their six grandkids to come visit them. And they just say they have a ball, but the sleeping arrangements aren't real good. Well, we went in and we built uh, these bunk beds and attached them to the wall, but we did it in such a way that when they were ready to move those out, it just requires just a few screws to be removed and a little bit of wall patching. Boy, it turned out great. Chelsea had some great ideas, a little rolling shelf underneath, you know, basically a large drawer, like a trundle bed kind of approach for plenty of toy uh, storage. We had to remove the ceiling fan because it was a little too close to that top <laughs> bunk. We could Free see we were invi- with every bunk. In- inviting yeah. trouble on that one. But anyway, a lot of ideas you can use at your house. Go to todayshomeowner.com right now and find out where you can see the Today's Homeowner television show in your area. We're all over the country and in our 25th year. Now, that's going to wrap up the first hour of Today's Homeowner Radio. Certainly hope we've been able to share with you a few little tips and ideas, maybe even a little inspiration that you you can use around your house. I'm Danny Lifford, along with my co-host, Joe Truini. Thanks so much for spending some time with us on this hour of today's Homeowner Radio.